Hey, hey, it's Beth. Welcome back to So I Got Divorced. I'm so excited for this week's episode. It's an interview that I did with Catherine Needham, and she is a self-published author. She has this amazing Healing Through Shadow Work Facebook group that has over 20,000 members where it's just a supportive space where you can get feedback on shadow work and just help each other through doing the shadow work. So if you're new to shadow work like I was and still kind of am, this episode is going to be so great for you to hear because we really dive deep into what shadow work is and how you can apply it to your life. And if you are already interested in shadow work, I still think that there's a lot that you could get from this episode. So thank you again, Catherine. And here it is. Hi, Catherine. Hello. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for being here. I'm honored. feel honored. Well, I'm so excited to have you here. We're going to talk about shadow work and the impact that it's made on your life. And I'm so excited to share it with all my listeners. And I'm personally really interested in shadow work. It's something that I keep hearing more about, but I don't really know a ton about. So I'm really excited to learn more. Um, But first, tell us more about you. Okay. Well, my name is Catherine Needham. And uh, like you mentioned, I'm I'm into shadow work. Uh, I recently self-published a book called Healing Through Shadow Work. And it's pretty much just based on the journey that I took with this work. Um, I've always kind of followed a, like a more spiritual path and like shadow work comes from psychology. It comes from um, a Swiss psychologist, psychoanalyst, uh, Carl Jung. And so that's where we hear this term shadow. And our shadows are just those things, aspects of ourselves that we repress or that have been repressed um, usually through trauma or like childhood wounds or things that we hide or that we're ashamed of about ourselves, whether it could be aspects of our personality. Um, It could be behavior that we were once told was, you know, bad behavior. So now as adults, there's a piece of ourselves that we're ashamed of that may not even be shameful. So the whole point of the work of the shadow work is kind of bringing that stuff that is unconscious into your awareness, making it conscious. And it's, it's a lot of work. It took, you know, so it took my, what I call my, my spiritual path, a a totally different, a deeper turn that I had never really looked at myself so deeply before. And it's a, it's a journey because you start seeing all the, the things that you did that you were blaming other people for, um, how your behavior has affected your children. And and then you start healing it. And then when you start healing, you're, you're still seeing it happening. And so it's just a process. It's, you know, it's not something you do in a weekend, but it helps you heal your relationship um, really first and foremost with yourself. You realize that that's what's really important. A lot of us come to it with like, like for me, like my was, I was working on my marriage, <laughs> um, trying to see, you know, like maybe thinking it was something wrong with myself. Um, surely, like I like, why can't I be married like normal people and, you know, have the 2.5 kids and the dog and that be that, but that wasn't enough for me. And so I just started on this journey and it, it, I discovered that we were just really not meant for each other. I, it felt from the beginning, I would never admit it. I felt like we were, I felt like I was putting a square, like square peg in a round hole. I used to always, I even journaled about that. And like, even after the healing and after I've been able to do a lot of forgiveness and we're civil, 
we're still square pegs in a round hole. I'm like, no, I'm not going to try to force this relationship. Even though I can see his wounds and I have compassion and all that, we're just not, you know, square peg, round hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. That is so interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you for sharing that. And it's so interesting because it was some, like it, doing shadow work wasn't something you expected to do, right? It was just something you learned about. Mm-hmm. And well, in, yeah. And in that process, you were able to have this really big transformation. Yes. Yeah. So can you talk more about like how you really like got started that process for you and like what it was like when you first like learned about it and started exploring some of your shadow shadows? I mean, like I hadn't really heard like, oh, you should do shadow work. I was just more like kind of involved with a lot of spiritual groups online and I had just heard the mention of it but I just started getting this um just an awareness that like I noticed behavior first like I didn't know the words shadow work at first I just started um I noticed that every time my daughter and I like I have a tween I have a 12 year old so like when I started this she was around seven or eight and just it was just just clashing like you know you see your child's like worst behavior I started realizing was my worst behavior I noticed her treating my husband the same way I treated him, like the yell, like, oh, and it's like, it's just the worst thing to see. And to know that you've done that, I'm like, so that's what really like, it was like a needle across the record moment where I was like, oh my God, like I have to, I got to figure this out, figure myself out here. That's what started me down the path. Um, And so it was really just um, taking time. In the beginning, it was kind of like every time there was a conflict. You know, like every time there was a tantrum, because her tantrums often led to my husband getting involved and yelling. It was just a lot of yelling and it just that kind of emotional abuse in the household that I had kind of, I just got used to. I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> like, what happened to me? <laughs> um, but taking that time to reflect every day and then just the more I got into it, realizing that um, that I was led, that I was projecting my own stuff onto my daughter. There was like many things happening, like projecting my own issues onto her, you know, and then, uh, you know, I'd see her doing something and like over, like kind of overreact about it. Like, and it just as an example, like I'm always, <laughs> always kind of overanalyzing, not overanalyzing, analyzing. I'll just say analyzing. She told me this morning, like, you, you think about things too deeply. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm losing my thought here, but just say to say that, like, I just using that over that analysis to figure out my own behavior and just see that I was putting a lot on her that wasn't even there, you know, because I was depressed and I was sad. And I was assuming that if she's not smiling, she must be depressed and sad, just like me. What's wrong, daughter? And then you kind of approach your child with this, like, overbearing needy you know and that's where that comes from and that's the stuff that we pass along and like I had a codependent with my mother and we healed a lot of stuff so stuff though so that's where it started just kind of like looking at my parenting and then doing the same thing with my husband and how we were relating and with my husband it was more about those those wounds I don't know I didn't really get more into the shadow work so I'll I'll pause there to see if because I'm talking a lot Oh, that's okay. Well, what I just wanted to say, like what you were saying about just 
sort of looking at your relationships and even like just your family dynamics and just sort of wondering, okay, wait a minute, this isn't like, how did we get here? (laughs) It's such a, I think it's such a common feeling that you can have, especially if you're in the space of like wondering if, you know, you should head towards a divorce or even like, even after I got divorced, I, I would think back to my situation and be like, what? That is nuts. Like how, how were we living like that? It's so unhealthy. I know. I know. So yeah, I think that's that's another thing. Like I I was just thinking about all these things before your podcast. Like I see a lot of, I was like, I wonder who listens to her podcast. Is it people who are divorced or like just divorced? But I would imagine people that are really in that space of like, should I stay or should I go? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I think hard. it's, it's like it's the hardest decision to make. Um, mm-hmm. But I did find that for me personally, like when I finally was able to leave, it was very difficult to do. I'm like so much codependency that I didn't realize it was there. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was finally able to leave, it, you need that distance to continue healing, and there's so much more healing to be done. And that that's where I was like, and and you're able to look back and be like, wow, how did we even? It seems like an unreal different reality almost it's yeah. strange yeah so. um and then I just wanted to comment on what you were saying about your relationship with your daughter I think that children mm-hmm. really put things into perspective yeah. and so I think it was just so you had that self-awareness that like okay wait I, I don't want this to be our life like I don't I'm not sure yeah. if this is what I want for my daughter and yeah. so I think that just shows like your self-awareness and you know, your ability to just look at things objectively and say, okay, wait, I think this is not how I want it to go. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I've, I've always tried to do that, but I just, I just didn't go down deep, deep into it. And I think we're all just coming into this awareness of like getting deeper into ourselves and fixing those deep hurts. Um, But for me, as I did this work over the years, you know, then I start hearing about shadows and I was like, oh, I'm like, this is shadow work. I'm like, but I'm kind of taking a more spiritual approach to it. It's not like the straight psychological identify your shadows. Okay, now what do we do? That's yeah. that's great. <laughs> um, to and I and I see it as like we're we're not born with shadows. I think we you know we're just these divine little sparks of light that come in come into this experience, and you know we we have we have parents, and you know it's just part of life. You know, and and some of us we all have that abuse and abandonment. I talk about that in the book, but it's all different permutations of it. Um, and what I was getting at was that I realize I'm a writer too. I've always, always been a writer, mostly professionally, but, um, writing computer manuals. I'm like, don't get too excited. It was just, (laughs) but I decided to take, I didn't. So this book that I wrote healing through shadow work is, um, it's not really my journey. I took the process. I took my, I did my tech writing experience and I pulled it together in a way that's like, it's very simple. It's not, it is not about me at all. Like you're not just in the about me section is that's it. But it's about this process of how do we, here's what it is. And here's how we do this work to heal ourselves. And if you take it from the approach that I'm coming from, which is kind of adding a a spiritual component to it, being that spirit being like, the essence of who you are and like your relationship with yourself and how you treat yourself, like at your core. As you do this work, you learn how to cultivate that relationship. I mean, you learn how to love yourself because 
people are always like, just, you just have to love yourself. That was, that was the answer to a lot of things. But I, to me, it didn't, it never made sense. I'm like, well, I think I do love myself. I mean, I love people, you know, you don't really understand what it means. And so to me, I, I mean, this was just the experience I had to go through, like having this, you know, bottomed out moment, in my marriage to figure out you really are not loving yourself. Like you really are not understanding like your worth and like and all and I had been a very you know you look at my life like I have career I look confident but there was like certain things that I hadn't um like an emotional maturity especially around relationships I mean that was just that's what was missing and my mom did her best but she she didn't have it either she you know (laughs) she just did her best yeah anywho yeah so would you classify that as as part of like your shadows like the um, just pursuing relationships based on like where you were at that point in your life? Oh, that, that's a good question. And I think so. Cause I was looking at my, my husband and I was like, well, and you hear that, like you attract what you, whatever vibe you're putting in. You always hear people saying that, like, what does that mean? <laughs> um, and it really just means to me, it's like, you are in a certain mindset. You're um, I didn't realize how much fear I had in me I didn't realize how much I didn't um I wasn't being authentic I wasn't being honest with myself about a lot of things and especially when I got married it was like there was a feeling that maybe he you know it was like the square peg in the round hole but everything else seemed good and and like there was it was good in the beginning we just realized as soon as as soon as our marriage hit any kind of trouble we couldn't handle it we we didn't have the neither of us really had the emotional you know I always thought I did of course I'm like I'm the mature one and I was I actually was more mature in many ways but we still had that that emotional immaturity around how to relate to each other because we had our wounds and I had I had done all the self-help books too mm-hmm. there was a book that I read that was like so I and 20 years ago I did this like reading about your they didn't call it wounds they called it something else but I, you know basically like how you were raised influences how the partners that you pick so I knew going into the marriage, I'm like, okay, I know he's had, you know, this with his parents and I come, you know, my dad's left me, you know, my dad wasn't around. So I knew we had our wounds, but I didn't really know what to do with it. And mm-hmm. I do think you can heal in a relationship. I think if both partners are aware of this and you're, you're both in a growth mindset and it just coming from a different place, but we ended up when we would get to those conflicts we would like use the wounds against each other. So like he had an abandonment wound and I would like drive it in deeper. He had self-esteem and I was like, yeah, I had your, you know, whatever I could say to make him feel even worse while self-esteem, I'm going to yell it out. And he did the same to me. Yeah. So we like used those to hurt each other. And he was, to be honest, was my first real serious relationship with my husband. Because before that I was just picking, you know, I dated a lot, Mm -hmm. a lot. (laughs) But I mean, I, I didn't let, I didn't let people stick around long enough because I had those abandonment wounds and I had to be always in control of the thing and smarter than the person, all of these things that I had to be. So it was very, they were very temporary. And I'd always like, you really like that person? Why? My friends would always be like, he doesn't seem like he's up to your level. Like, and I would justify it all different ways. So now it's like, I would love to hear what you're talking about as far as like dating after divorce. Oh my goodness. Are there people out there? Like once you start healing, I'm like, well, I feel like we can have a podcast just about dating after divorce because 
Um, I actually thought about having a, or doing an episode where I just talk about like stories that I have from, from dating after divorce. Yes. Oh, that would be really good. That'd be good. I'm trying to stay in this abundance mindset and trying to stay positive. And one thing I did recently was just say it out loud um, to the universe so that the universe knows that I'm, you know, intentionally looking. Yes. But, um, you know, it's, it's been a process and COVID has certainly been interesting. And I think it's actually been really good for me because I've had to really wrestle with being alone. Yes. And that was, is really difficult sometimes, but it also has given me a chance to really grow as a person. So that's awesome. You know, there's always good, you know, pros and cons. So Mm -hmm. you know, in many ways, COVID has been really challenging and terrible, but in other ways, like personally, I've, I've had a lot of growth. Um, I, so what was that like, like you mentioned going through this process of, of loving yourself and like healing through, or, or maybe you did healing like after, you know, after your relationship or after you realize like this isn't necessarily how I want my relationship to go. So what was that process of like knowing that you, you needed to figure some things out and do some self-healing and then what was that like? Um, I don't, I don't know because like I've always been very curious and um, introspective. So for me, it was like, I mean, and I'm, I'm always like having like literally the opposite reaction that most people have to things, um, including laughing inappropriately. <laughs> anyway, so for me, I was like, like, it was like a whole new discovery of something. I'm like, you know, I was fascinated. I'm like, oh my God, like to me, I was surprised that I'm like, this is, I have been acting this way. It just surprised me and like got me on this journey of like, I can't stop. I can't stop with shadow work. Somebody help me. <laughs> just like my daughter was yelling at me. You take everything too deep. I'm like, yeah, I know. I got to lighten up a little bit. But uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't know if that answered your question. <laughs> yeah, I think it did. So if someone is interested, like, did you, you were just doing all of this work sort of on your own, like just sort yeah. of. Yes. reading about it or and then yeah, I, was, I was I was really involved in like my Facebook groups my my spiritual okay. groups and you know I just I had been prior to that arguing and back and forth with people about the, the election like hmm. putting so much energy into arguing with people online Ooh. I'm like I have been there I'm like people stop doing it because I've done it and it's just you realize how much time you've wasted in energy hmm. um, but it taught me a lot about myself and um why did I go back to that to tell you that? I don't know why I just said that. What was the question? <laughs> I think that was, I think so that it sounds like your Facebook groups were sort of helping to guide you through your shadow work. They were. And and, and it's interesting because I had, it, it did that, that really prompted me to like, I started like putting stuff out on my page, like a little bit of like revealing a little bit of like, here's, here's what I'm, you know, a journey. Here's what I'm working on you know, realize something about my daughter today or whatever. And I kept doing it more and more. And then I started talking about it. I I'd do a video and like people weren't really watching like, oh, it's okay. But the more I did it, the, the more I wanted to do it and the more I wanted to talk about it. And then I was like, 
nobody's responding. <laughs> I start getting mad after like a year. I'm like, I am putting myself out there for the first time. I'm actually being me and being authentic. And it's like crickets. I'm like, okay, well, now what do I do? Um, so I really, I was like, I'm going to write, write about this. I want to write. Th- I've been trying to write something for four years, but it really, I had to get through some things to get the whole picture to write about, to do the book. Um, and I started a Facebook group and then I just invited my 40, 40 of my closest friends. <laughs> um, and it just grew from there. I started the group last September, September of 2020. There were like 40 of us. And it now has like over 20,000 members. Oh my goodness. I know. It's like, I don't know what happened. It really blew up when, um, during, uh, we were taking Kathy Heller's course. Wow. I don't know if the energy changed, like something changed big time. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So tell me more about the face, the group. Um, so like what happens in the group or what's the space for? Um, it's really just a space. It's, it's called healing through shadow work. Cause it's supposed to be a space about, you know, my book and how we do shadow work using this method of my book. But really, it, I mean, it's so huge. There are people in the group who are like, what's this group about again? It's a place where people come and talk about shadow work. A lot of people like to share like what they're going through. There are a lot of um, coaches and business owners that, that are there too, that will put in their, their advice. It's not really for advertising your business because it's about my book. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like I have moderators who are um, one gal's a, a life coach. She's a relationship expert. Another guy's a hypnotherapist. You know what I mean? So people, okay. I'm trying to create a a space that feels intimate, even though it's ginormous. But I've gotten a lot of people coming in and saying, like, I feel like I can come here. I try to keep the conversation um, supportive. Like, we're not getting into those arguments. We can get into them, but we're going to talk through them. We're going to be mature about it. And we're going to learn from it. Because mm. I got the mama bear in me, too. So mm. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. You that sounds- yeah. Yeah, that sounds great. Because I want to learn more about this. So what would you like? Recommend- you, you could also possibly, like, talk. Oh, about divorce. Oh, okay. Just saying. Yeah, that sounds great. We can talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, if someone is interested in like exploring shadow work more, what is something that you suggest that they do like first? Read my book. No. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, everyone needs to read your book, right? obviously <laughs> no but really it's it's really it is educate yourself like go to google read read up on google but you're what you're going to find is there's many different and not different interpretations but it's really about the shadows that the psychological thing that that's where it comes from from psychology mm-hmm. and just i'm putting more of like that spiritual i'm i'm not putting a spiritual thing on it i'm just that's just how i view everything so it's like i took that and i made it my own Mm-hmm. And I'm calling it healing through shadow work because I'm adding that component to it. Yeah. Yeah. It. So can you talk a little bit more about like where you were a year ago even and where you're at now and like, I guess just as a person, but even maybe like as a, and like talking about your mental health. Oh yeah. That's, that's a good one. Oh boy, where do we begin here? How much time <laughs> do we have? <laughs> a year ago. <clears throat> oh yeah. Well, a year ago, I would say more. If I go back to a year and a half ago, because that's when I finally got moved out of the house. Mm. Like that's when I finally got away. In a big dramatic moment, I had, of course, had to be dramatic because mm. otherwise I probably would never have. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
when you're ready to but I, I go to that moment only because it was I had to be able to for me it was about being able to ask for help and being able to let some people in more on what I was what was really going on in my life like I really people didn't really know and I still don't think people understand the the depth of it you know because I the, the way I come across like oh it's no big deal but it is a big deal mm. anyway so just like that that first I got to play like somehow it was like all divine intervention I got a house to rent I got a job so I was in a new job we were in a new place with some borrowed furniture um and then my mom had just come back from uh from California it's a whole long story she wasn't living there very long she'd gone out there to live and then came back so so she was living with us and this time last year we all had COVID <laughs> oh my goodness so, yeah, I mean like literally a year ago we had gotten COVID when I look at the calendar um or we were recovering from it wow. so I was just in a space of what the, the hardest thing for me in the beginning was dealing with the custody situation with my daughter Mm-hmm. Um, and just getting the, and the, and the, what I saw is like the mental or an emotional toll that it was taking on her. And like, and I, and I was still feeling that it was still really raw. And I didn't, you know, we were arguing and he, my husband actually called the police on me, 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 I'm like a model citizen. Um, and I was, I was like, we were just being like, he was just angry and hurt and don't worry, everything turned out. Okay. But um, it, it just got, there were just some ugly, mm-hmm. ugly moments. And that's like, and I couldn't imagine, even, I, but a year before that, I couldn't even imagine being on my own because like, the year before that, I was like, I don't even see a way out of where I am. So I knew I had made progress, but I knew I had so much more to go and I just didn't know what to do about this. But that's what was like my biggest thing. I'm like, you know what? I got away. Now I can focus on getting my daughter scared away. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And like, let's see, a month later, my mom passed away, like a month after that, so this whole past year for me has been just the grieving process, and like taking all the stuff I talked about in my book, you know, is putting it, kind of putting it to the test, (laughs) Um, so for me, it was a lot of deeper, deeper healing, and forgiveness, and it's so weird to, it's kind of hard to say, but I feel like in a way, her death like started a whole like deeper thing for me that I would never, ever, ever, ever have, have gone into. Mm. And like I was mentioning to you before, right before we got on is like, just in the last couple of weeks, I've started having some like forgiveness and a lot more compassion towards my ex. I mean, we've always, he's always been like, oh, I want to be friends forever. And I'm like, yeah, okay. No, like in the beginning, I was like, no, you're too needy. You felt so needy to me. <laughs> and it got on my nerves so bad. I was like, I can't be your friend. And then I went through this, like, how could I not ever, like, talk to him? Because he's the father, you know, you, you just deal with, all, grapple with all these things. Yeah. Um, so now I'm just in a much more, um, just from all the work that I've done, like, dealing with my mom and realizing, like, the the light and the love. Like, she was just, she was just amazing. I'm like, we could do a whole, I wanted to do a whole podcast on her. <laughs> and I was like, okay, no one wants to talk about my, my mom every week. Just me. But I mean, she was so inspiring. She did so much. Um, and she was a living example. That's that's the thing that really inspired me. I was like, what was it? She she changed her life. She was a young mom. She was a single mom. But I saw her changing her life. I saw her go back to school. I saw her get better jobs. I saw her doing better and, you know, making a life and say and acting the way she, like, practicing her beliefs. <clears throat> 
I saw her being spiritual. She showed me how to love. She showed me how to like, how to grieve. I mean, we've dealt with deaths in our family all of our lives. So like, I, I understand about death and just a lot of like, really, she taught me how to be spiritual. And so, and I, and I was like, I want to just continue that. And that opened up more compassion for me to have some a little bit of hope for for me and the ex that this might actually work and and really seeing that like I'm I'm not gonna he's not the evil narcissist to me that he used to be believe it or not <laughs> that's incredible and thank you so much for sharing your story and all of all of these sort of intimate things like they're very personal and I'm I'm sorry to hear about your mom passing oh, it does sound like you you sound like you're at peace. Yes. Like it sounds yeah. like maybe your life was a little bit more chaotic in the past, but it sounds like you're very much at peace with like who you are and the situation that you're in and just like in a healthier place. And that yes, that's is, how I feel. Thank you. Yeah. That means a lot. Thank you. Well, I think that it provides a lot of hope for folks that are in situations where you might not be able to see how your life could be different Yeah, yeah. or not sure like how your life could be, how you could feel more at peace with the situation you're in. And I think this gives a lot of hope to folks that might want to explore shadow work. I, I hope so. Cause I, I know, I mean, I know the depths of that, like just feeling like there's just like no hope. Like, how do I get out of this? I know that feeling I've been there. And and I hope that my story gives hope, but also like one of the things with shadow work is to kind of look at yourself, look at your life, look at the times that you've had hard times before. You always get through them, you know? And like, how did you get through them then? And like realizing that, oh, I do have it within me to do this. And I know that I'm going through something really awful right now and it sucks, but I know I just, sometimes you just need to get through something, just knowing that there's another side and you will get through it. Yeah. I love that mindset. So do you think that shadow work is ever something that's like done? Like you're, you're done doing shadow work? Um, well, my version of shadow work. I, I mean, I would like to think um, in a way, yes, because I look at shadow work as a, as a system of healing. And a lot of the healing is just healing up, healing the past, those pains of the past and, and learning to love ourselves. And there really, really is a point. In fact, I was talking to one of the moderators in my group and she was like, yeah, I feel like I've, like I've healed. Like when you really feel like you're good, mm-hmm. I, I think so. And then, then it just becomes, um, a system. And I think you can use the practice. It's almost becomes a, like a practice, a spiritual practice of just being able to reflect on yourself, kind of check yourself, keep yourself in check, you know, evaluate, like whenever you do feel through feelings, like it's a, you're going to, it's not like you're not, never going to be emotional mm-hmm. or have feelings. Like you're, it's the same stuff that happens, but you get through it. You get through it easier somehow. Like Mm-hmm. Did you have a, you have a process? I don't know. Am I answering the question? Probably not. Yeah, I think it does. So I, there's a couple of components I think that you mentioned is l- like learning to love yourself. Yes. And then like having the practice of just like sort of recognizing these things are going on or you're having certain thoughts or attitudes about things. And then like getting support from other people that are also doing the work. 
Yeah, that's, I think the support is like one of the biggest things that you, you just need people around you that support it. And I think that's the challenge. That was the challenge with me because I was doing this work when we were still married. Mm-hmm. Then I moved into another room of the house. You know, like I was there for two years, like of the situation of like, I know we're getting divorced. Like I'm out. <laughs> yeah. But I just, yeah. at the time, I, at the time I felt like I didn't have any other choice. Mm-hmm. We always do have choices. And it was really after those two years. And I was like, I have a choice. I like, I can just go. <laughs> That's it. Like I, I didn't have, I didn't have any money. I had no money, no job. And I just left. Mm-hmm. And then I went to my friends and I was like, help me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I understand that, you know, you get into that feeling of like, I have no, I have no choice. And a lot of, some of that is a little bit of uh, um, just feeling powerless. Mm-hmm. So, I feel yeah. like you're asking me questions and I'm not answering them. I'm answering other questions. <laughs> That's okay. Well, I feel like there's so many components that go into talking about shadow work like it's not just about one thing there are so many other factors yeah so Uh, I mean like you you did ask if it was does it ever done and I think in like I I wrote it in a really pretty word somewhere I got to start saying it over and over but this method that the thing that I the way I'm presenting it is more of a system that you can use for everything because what I found was doing this work I, I actually found joy I mean like we have a lot of pain that we've experienced, but I've, there are also feelings of joy and bliss that we have yet to experience. Like I've experienced new, new positive feelings from doing this work that I'd never felt before. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I felt once when I was a child. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, so, so again, my, the way I'm looking at it as more of a spiritual practice of reflection and looking at yourself and mm-hmm. um, it becomes something that you can, you, you can do it every day. Yeah. Was there anything that really surprised you about shadow work? Maybe like something that you learned about yourself that was really surprising? Probably the, um, one of the things that the first thing that comes to mind is just that, like I said, I was a, for most of my career, I worked in corporate America as a technical writer. Well, that's what my degree is in. And so it's such a, it was such a weird, like I kind of got the degree in the first place because I've I changed my major at the last, like, it wasn't like something I'd set out to do, but I ended up with this degree and I was like, well, okay. Um, it was a brand new field at the time coming out of college. So I got a job right out of college and did that for just a long time, but I always had this attitude about it. Like, oh, I'm just the lowly tech writer. I literally would say that, like, we we would joke about like, oh, the lowly tech writer, like no one cares. No one knows what we do. We only tie all the information together so that people can understand everything. Um, so I just always downplayed my job and I always felt like there was no, uh, we couldn't go anywhere with it. I'm like, what do you do when you're in tech? How do you become a manager? Like, it was just, you know, I wanted to climb up the ladder. That was my goal. So I tried a whole bunch of other jobs over the years working in corporate America, but always came back. And my very last job before I quit and decided I was going to just quit my day job, I ended up managing a team of technical writers, um, and so it, I kind of ended up having like, whatever, the dream technical writing job. The point I'm getting at is it was, there were things that I'd kind of always put down about myself. Like I'd never, I never kind of under the, I won't say under the guise of being humble, but it's just how my, I was raised. Like we don't, we don't brag about things, but I, but we did it to the point of where we like put ourselves down. <laughs> and so yeah. for me, it was recognizing doing this work and being like, I need to like pull on my skills. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a writer. Like I know how to pull information together, mm-hmm. like really, really well. I know how to present things. I've had 
all these jobs I've complained about all these years, I've actually learned a thing or two. <laughs> yeah. And so I never thought, I, I never imagined I would be taking my like work skills and kind of combining that with my like woo-woo spiritual stuff. It's, mm. it was just kind of like a, like an obvious, like that's an obvious, why didn't I see that? Why am I not? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. So you're able to see your talents yeah. or what they were and use them for something that you're really passionate about. Yes. Yeah. That's right. awesome. <laughs> yeah. So tell us where we can get your book or where we can find your book. Okay. Um, you can find it on Amazon. It's called Healing Through Shadow Work. My name is Kathleen Needham and is in Nancy. <laughs> I always spell it out. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's also available on my website, um, katherineedham.com. So yeah, and what I'm doing right now, um, I'm kind of changed my focus a little bit. I'm rolling out some tools for coaches so that, you know, I, I've been trying to coach people like in the group. That's pretty much all the coaching I've done is like coaching people for free in my group for a year, sharing pieces of my book and stuff. Um, now I'm doing like the real coaching for people who want it. But I think I really want to focus on helping the coaches and the you know, the healers and whatever you want to call it, because there are a lot of um, intuitive business owners that deal with with shadows in their own way. Like you see it in tarot, you see it in astrology. It just comes out. We re, you know, we all have our different languages that we speak in <clears throat> that we feel comfortable. And so I'm trying to like in my, in true technical writer fashion, mm -hmm. I want to try tie all that stuff together. I want to say like, here's the common thread. We're all speaking. We're really talking about the same thing, but we like to speak our languages. And I want to show you guys through these tools how we can like kind of have a common language and then you can use it and tailor it to whatever you're into, your modality, mm. use it for your own teachings, teaching a course on shadow work. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great. Exactly. And then what is the name of your Facebook group? Healing Through Shadow Work. <laughs> Healing Through Shadow Work. Okay. <laughs> I like to keep it simple. I I like that. Keep it very consistent. Yes. Um, I'll make sure to link these all in the show notes. And then are you on social media as well? Oh yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not used to like promoting myself like this. Um, I'm on Instagram at Catherine Needham coaching. Okay. And where else am I? I guess that's about it. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I'm on Instagram. Okay. And then are you, so is the coaching part of your handle like around the coaching that you do in your groups or is, were you a coach before like the group? No, no, no. It was, I put, I put the coaching on there and then I kind of wanted to take it off, but um, <laughs> it's just there now. Uh, it's for like spiritual coaching and shadow work coaching. Got it. So do you take like individual clients? I do. Okay. So fancy. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. So folks can contact you if they want to work with you directly. Like one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. Like okay, I said, perfect. like I, I'm doing that, but I'm also kind of like now looking to like put things out there for other coaches too. So we'll see what, we'll see what wins out. Maybe they'll both win. Okay. That all sounds amazing. Congrats to you. you. I'm excited. Yeah. It sounds like you've had a really big year of like lots of growth and um, you wrote, wrote your book. And so there are lots of, lots of things. I know. So it was like, it was good and it was good joy and pain at the same mm. time. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you letting me yammer on. I feel like I was just blabbering. Sorry, guys. 
No, this was so good. Thank you so much. I can't wait to share this information on the podcast and I'm excited for folks to sign up for your Facebook group and explore shadow work more. Yes. And I, and I will definitely be following up with you offline just on other stuff. So that sounds good. Really enjoyed being here. Thank you so much.